call it looking for crumbs. Because for me, what I normally do is I see the baddie and then I go to the, I'm like, ooh, she got a story up. I go to the stories, I look, I, I look for the crumbs and shade to like any like whatever pastors or whatever that are big on social media but like I it, it makes me squeamish when I can watch clips from a pastor and I can just tell you're trying to create viral clips welcome back to urban theology thanks for tuning in this is a podcast brought to you by two millennial men who are brought together by the grace of God and we're here to talk to you about everything from the ups the downs and the in-betweens of this life this episode of urban theology is sponsored by Arom. Arom was designed to take care of your largest organ, your skin. I bet you didn't know that. Arom provides products that not only moisturize your skin, but also gives you nutrient-rich ingredients. When you go support them, let them know the good folks at Urban Theology sent you. Do this by checking out with our code urbant 15 That's U-R-B-A-N-T-1-5. And you can also save 15% each time you use that code. What up, man? It's just nice to hear you back in hey, America, bro. Hey, this is our first episode in person. So I'm, I'm excited. It's been a minute. We were recording from... Well, he, you were here in the yep. States, and I was in Nigeria. So it was... I mean, hey, we made it. We did it. <laughs> we thank God. You know, we, uh, I apologize for us missing the episode. My guy was in Mexico, so that's... You know, he was living living the best life, you know what I mean? Someone appointed me best man, so I had to do my best man duties. We went to Mexico for the bachelor party, and it was a lovely time, man. But before we get into anything, I want to go ahead and crack this open like we always do at this time with the prayer. I Actually, because we skipped the week, I forgot whose go it is. You, you prayed last. Okay, all right, let's go ahead and do this thing, man. So, uh, in Jesus' name, uh, Father, we just thank you for um, just an opportunity as always, to come and discuss life and discuss your word. I thank you for my brother to obey. I thank you for the listeners, and I thank you for just everyone you've brought to Urban Theology. And I pray that uh, today's uh, conversation would encourage us to know you more, but also, as always, um, help us to grow. And we just thank you for all that you're going to do in these next few minutes, and we give you all the glory. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. All right, so first off, I just want to say I've missed you all, right? We got so much good feedback from our last uh, our last episode, yeah. checking on your strong friend. And the funny thing about that last episode, we actually were looking for a filler, right? We are like, yo, what should we <laughs> talk about? What do we do? And we're like, why don't we just have a check-in? You know? And the feedback we got from that was really great. Uh, shout out to all the people who checked in on me. You know, when they heard that, people was like, yo, you good? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, hey, y'all actually listen. You know, you checking in on somebody. You know, it's kind of, not that it's funny, but like, I actually listened to other podcasts. And I was listening to the Pivot podcast, and Michael Beasley was on it. Ah, oh, right? bro, that was good. And, yeah, and it made me think about our conversation, you know, checking in on your strong friend. It was like, like, listen to that. I just felt like he was crying out. Like, you know what I'm no, saying? No, he actually was crying. Yeah, man. Bro, I, I, I almost shed a tear. Because this is somebody who's a multimillionaire, right? And he has access to things that most of us don't have access yep. to. But he was crying out because he felt like he couldn't depend on anybody. He didn't have anybody in his corner. So shout out to everyone who's listened to our last episode. That was episode four of season number four. If you haven't, make sure you go check that out. Check in on your strong friend. And I mean, look, that's not a gimmick, right? Just because we had that episode two weeks or a couple weeks ago yep. doesn't mean you can't still check in on your strong friend. 
Because, I mean, at the end of the day, we all need it. It means a lot when um, people check in on you and just people listen, man. Like, like for our friendship, it, it does wonders when we just let the other person just listen to us, man. So it's real. Yeah. So we're going to dive into our topic for today. And I'm going to do that by saying sometimes we tell ourselves we're checking in our friends on social media. <laughs> and you can do that. You can do that. But the issue with social media is it, it, you're in another realm almost, right? Like I could be going through so many different things, but then I'm going to post a story like, oh, yeah, I'm listening to this song. <laughs> I'm in my car driving. You don't really understand anything that I'm going through. So we're going to talk about social media today and some of the ups and downs of social media. I think God, this is a God-given gift, right? But what happens most of the time is that we get these God-given gifts and then we tweak them, we manipulate them. And because God is giving us free will, he's given us this gift, but we use it in ways that can be really hurtful to others and just plain old evil. I've seen some stuff on social media that's made me want to delete the app. <laughs> no, facts, know? no facts. Yeah, so we're going to talk about social media today. And I want to keep this really broad, right? Like, we use social medias in so many different ways, but what's your experience with social media? How do you use it in positive ways? Let's start from there. I mean, for me, as for many that follow me... Memes. Uh, I post a lot of memes and funny content <laughs> on social media. But, like, honestly, no, the reason why I post funny things is just really to just brighten up people's day. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you'd be surprised, like... Those little things that make people laugh, like people could be having like a terrible day and, you know, you see something that's funny and, you know, it lifts your spirit. For me, that's what I do. And generally, I try to post um, positive content, whether it's like if it's not just memes, you know, sometimes I, po I post like Bible verses or I post excerpts from books that I'm reading, you know, things that I think will encourage people. So for me, I just try to use it. For positive, mostly, you know what I'm saying? But what about you? What's your relationship? Hey, I'm, I'm going to give you all guys a tip, right? Fellas. If you're looking for quick memes to recycle, you got a girl that you're trying to get. Follow my man, right? Because he going to give you all the memes, right? Oh, He's 24-7. <laughs> he going to have the memes on the stories. Oh, so if you're interested in somebody, hey, just recycle the memes from him, man. Uh, for me, I have a few businesses that I use social media for. So for, for one, Urban Theology, right? I have a couple podcasts that I promote with social media. Shout out to Light, who helps us out with social media. He's amazing. What else do I use social media for? I use social media to keep up with people, too. I cannot text every single person. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. But it's good to see people's accomplishments. It's good to see people doing well. Um, now, it is a task to take it a step further and say, okay, how are you really doing? You know, shoot them that text. But it's so many people in this world. There's so many people I've ran across. Social media is a good way to do like a quick little check-in. I will say that. I mean, that too, but I also feel like it can be a little like surface level, you know, with social media, because there's also the flip side where you're not active on social media, who really checks on you. Like for me personally, whenever I go on like a fast or hiatus, the same people check on me. And and for me, I'm not judging people that don't check on me, but like it lets you know which people actually genuinely care about you outside mm. of the whole social media. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, so that's something else to think about. Like, do they really care about you? Or is it just, oh, I haven't seen you post, like, are you good? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's an interesting thing you bring up, right? Because I don't feel like you need to notify anybody if you get off social you media. Don't. You know, and sometimes I have people who might wonder about me. Like, they be like, hey, how did... And I'm just sitting there like, 
I'm good. You know, this is just a time when I don't want to be on social media. But I think because we're so used to being connected, we're so used to seeing your circle on Instagram and seeing that you post stories. If you don't, yeah, it, it, it does feel good sometimes when people check on me. But sometimes it also feels like, hey, ain't nothing changed with yeah. me. You know, I'm just, I'm just not posting certain things. And that's just because I'm doing other things. And to be honest, most of the time, like for me, I'm fine when I'm not on social media. Like when I take breaks, like I, for me, I think I want to start taking the practice of taking breaks more consistently because I feel like that helps you build a healthier relationship with social media because yeah. it can, bro, it can be so time consuming, man. It can, it can. And one last positive before we get into the negatives, because unfortunately for me, some of the negatives, I don't think the negatives are in, in terms of numbers outnumber the positives but in terms of impact the negatives out impact the positives yeah right so for me one more positive is just motivation in my relationship with god there are certain times where i might fall asleep right and man shout out to lordly um lordly has been making these posts that are waking me up right i've been seeing these posts that he's talking about just um, he calls it spiritual meat. Like you, you graduate from, from the milk. Yeah, the from the milk to the meat. Yeah. Oh man, shout out to you, Lordy. So, a lot of motivation can come on social media. I know sometimes when I'm getting a little lazy, whether it's in my spiritual journey or my physical journey, I be seeing you working out. I be like, yo, I can't let Raheem get bigger than me because you know, like, I, it just shouldn't happen. Like, I need to keep up with this guy. You know. So it's for motivation purposes. Uh, and that's the last positive thing that social media does for me. Now, let's transition. Um, I'm going to go first. Some of the negative things with social media. So the first thing for me is Instagram's algorithm. <laughs> it's a negative thing for me. And I say that because I try to watch, I try to filter what I see, right? And man, it's so many babes that roll through that. Instagram algorithm. Um, like, I'm somebody where when I go on Instagram, I'm not, I, I I don't just go and search for a certain woman and things like that. So sometimes I'll just be scrolling through my explore page. And my explore page is filled with sports, um, some, some, some workout stuff. And then you'll see the random woman that I don't even know. I'm like, well, how'd she get here? How did she get here? <laughs> right? And there are times where I'll be like, Oh, what is that? I click on it, and then before you know it, now my explore page is getting taken over by like random women that I don't even know. Yeah, and it's something where it's not the woman's fault, right? I'm not saying not. oh, yeah. women can't show themselves, but I'm saying for my personal social media feed, I would like to control more of what I see, and that algorithm is wild. Yeah, it's kind of funny you said that because like I like I'm gonna be totally transparent. There was a time where I was wilding and I was like all types of nonsense. On social media, like speak for yourself, like buddy. The, bruh. We're theology. We're honest over here. <laughs> like you know, liking the bad joints. Oh, she bad. You know, yeah. like you like it. And then before you know, your explore page is like, it's just filthy, bro. Or like, just yeah. like, what happened, right? So like for me, like kind of talking about the negatives, I had to check myself. And be like you know what, I need to like clean. I need to clean this up, right? I need to like, I need to switch the algorithm. So like. For me, I started liking things that I like, whether that's like sneakers, sports, Christian-related like content. Yeah. And like I started doing that over a period of time and I was able to clean up my <laughs> explore page because like yeah. when I was wild, that job was kind of like you 
talked about it just be wild and like kind of the algorithm like it really like pays attention to you and like what you like man so like like we as men are just you listening man or woman whoever you are man like be Bro. intentional with the content you interact with on social media your bad habits learn you yes yes they study you yeah it's they, studying they, you. They, they study you so when i'm looking at and i call it looking for crumbs because for me, what I normally do is yeah. I see the baddie, and then I go to the... I'm like, ooh, she got a story up. I go to the stories. I look I, I look for the crumbs. And at some point, I'm going to want the whole loaf. Right? Yeah. If you keep I'm, on crumbs... I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to cap this. That's how... That's how I, I, honestly, for me, that's how I always went to porn. Like, that, <laughs> Bro. like that, was, that was like... like I feel like we can expose the enemy. That's fine. That's what we do here. But like... Yeah. Like, anytime I ended up watching porn, like, it wasn't by accident. Bro, you never just wake up and say, I'm going... No, it's like, you wake up, you go on Instagram, <laughs> you look at something, then it's like, hmm, you go down this deep yes! rabbit hole, oh, no! and before you know it, like, an hour goes by, and it's like, yo, what am I doing? Dog! Hey. You're like, I'm here again. But like you said, it didn't just... You didn't just end up there. Like, you were liking stuff, you were looking at things, like you said, you checked the story out. You you're searching for crumbs, like yeah, like you searching for things, you yep. know. So yeah, oh man, bro, you took us somewhere. Now, <laughs> another thing I've noticed about social media, pre-pandemic, I'm not gonna say social media was the cleanest thing ever, but bro, I've noticed that now I'm I, I get. Can we say post-pandemic? Um, yeah, in a sense, yeah. In a sense, I remember a time where Sundays used to be you would put your Sunday best on, right? You put your little family pictures up. <laughs> you go into church like, ah, God bless me today, blah, blah, blah. Bro, Sundays is brunch. Sundays is like, yo, his, I'm, I'm at the beach. Like, this is that. And I'm seeing all these pictures on Sunday. And, of course, the responsibility is on me. Oh, yeah, of course. Right? Like, the day that I'm going to church and the day that I say, okay, I'm going to focus on X, Y, and Z. The responsibility is on me, but I've noticed that there isn't like a day of chill on social media anymore. No, like none. I, I I remember a time where if you went to like the beach and you know I used to post little thirst traps and stuff. Like if I was like had a shirtless picture or something, I'd be like, no, nah, I'm I'm gonna wait till Monday, right? Or I'm gonna wait till Saturday or something. Bro, it's thirst traps on a Sunday every day. It's unavoidable. Hey, it's unavoidable. So. I think social media, it never really had any gatekeeper, but anything goes on social media. There's no, hey, don't do that. Like, nothing is sacred on social media. Yeah, I think, too, like, the bar gets lowered more and more for the sake of, like, freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, like, I understand we could do whatever we want. But like, even the Bible talks about, like, yeah, I could do everything. Like, Paul talked about it, but, like, not everything is beneficial. Bruh. Right? And- and, and what I see being preached today is just, and I'm not talking about pastors or priests. I'm talking about just in general. Yeah, in the culture. Everybody's like, yo, I want the freedom. I have to be free. I have to be this. And people don't understand that with so much freedom, you have to have a certain amount of responsibility. And you have to answer to somebody. You do. No matter who you are, you have to answer to somebody. Whether you're a man or a woman, you have to answer to somebody. And I think... A lot of people today are looking to answer to themselves. But what the thing, and it's, it's, it's actually interesting you go that route because it is true, like, we're not good judges, right? And, like, for us to be responsible over ourselves, we, we don't make good bosses, right? And social media is 
for a lot of human beings is creating the idea of that I'm the boss, I'm in charge. Yeah. Right? But it's all cap. Like we're not we're not in charge. We don't make yeah. the bosses. Yeah. And I think when you look at the fragile nature of life, you can't mistake that. Right? Like you could do everything right. And God forbid, I could do everything right, but after this, who knows what could happen. You know? So it's just one of those situations where we have to be cautious of who who has the power in our lives, right? If it's if, if as a man or a woman you're saying, hey, I control everything, I have the power, you gotta understand that you're going to fall flat on your face yep. and it's going to be difficult to pick yourself up. Right? So with with me depending on God, I know that whatever God's going to give me, it's his will, it's by his grace. I'm happy with that. If I work so hard and I'm dependent on only me, and I'm like, hey, look, I'm gonna work hard and I'm going to get, let's say, I'm I'm going I'm going to get five kids, I'm gonna have a million dollars. What happens when that doesn't happen? You're broken, man. Yeah, you're broken. And then you do things that are outside of yourself, right? That's how people might get into these coping me- mechanisms that really put them down bad, you know, whether it's porn, drugs, uh, I mean, ritualist things. Like, it's a bunch of things out there. So I want to pause real quick. Bro, another thing that I struggle with, and we talked about this before we got on the air, it's goalposts being moved, right? So let's just talk about dating. Right? <laughs> just No, really briefly, because yeah. this could be a whole episode on dating. But... There's so many goalposts that are being moved with dating, right? Like somebody will say, you have to have three of your paychecks to buy a ring. And then somebody will say, well, no, you don't have to do that. It has to be this. Or somebody will say, if you're going out on a date and you invite the person, you must pay. pay. (laughs) And then so many things being moved. And social media does it. There's no official gatekeeper of social media. It's just anybody... Doesn't matter what degree, doesn't matter uh, who you are. Anybody can go online and have an audience and start spewing nonsense. <laughs> it's actually funny you say that. One of my buddies was telling me, like, he's still single. He says, like, he's yeah, realized, him. <laughs> you know, facts. He said he realized a lot of the women he dates or he's uh, come into contact with, uh, a lot of their mindsets have been shaped by social media. So, like, you may think some of the memes or whatever, just, or like you said, the gatekeeping or just the the ideas like people actually are internalizing these ways of of thinking right and taking them as facts so it's not like I mean, we joke about it but like not people are legit even some dudes too people are legit like taking their advice from social media yeah you know their guidance bro you know what I'm saying I know somebody who was so fixated on being a high value man and <laughs> I was like so what's the criteria and I know, I was like, please don't say this. He's like, yeah, I just got to bring in 10K a month. And I'm like, that's that's your idea of a high value, man. Like Values. So you mean to tell me high values just means you have to have a lot of money. There are a lot of men with money that don't have any values. Right. Most of them don't. <laughs> you know? So it's, it, it's amazing to me how social media becomes people's Bibles. Right, they they and social media is something that goes with the wind, right? You you could struggle your whole life to pay for the popping jewelry, right? The little chokers, 
And guess what? Tomorrow, them chokers going to be dead. It's going to be like, uh, that's not really what's popping. And things change too much, like, in terms of, like, what's the wave and kind of, like, what what's in. If you were to follow every trend on social media, it would get tiring because, like, like what else is there? You're just following after the win, right? That's literally yeah. what it is. You're chasing after the win. Because, like you said, like, things are going to be popping today and things are going to... Things are gonna not be popping into popping tomorrow. So the question is, how do you um, how do you have a strong mindset in the social media age? How do you not be influenced by what you see and what we take in? That's the question. Yeah. So I I think you have to have more outside of social media. So your you look on social media. Let's say you spend two hours, you need to be spending four hours outside of social media looking at something that is more concrete, right? So, and I'll I'll just speak to dating, right? If you're going to spend an hour looking at all these dating videos on social media, in real life, you should be, if you have parents that are married, you should be asking them questions. You should be reading books in terms of, okay, hey, these are people who who are married and they're giving advice. You can't just, you have to have a well-balanced meal, right? Yeah. And social media should be the appetizer. Facts. Right? And especially yeah. in terms of your faith, right? If you're, because there's so many social media preachers and things like that, and I'm not here to say that they're wrong. It's just, when you look on social media, everything is glitz, glamour, glitz and glamour, right? Everything is just so clear. Everything is so nice. Everything is so comfortable. You have people who, they don't even put any effort into worship, right? Because everything is just, oh, I can just pull up my phone and just watch something. And it's like you don't understand that God wants to see you give him effort, right? Because you can't compare the amount of effort God puts into you because God is very intentional with us, right? He's He knows everything from our birth to, you know, the last day on this earth. So, in terms of what we give to him, just sitting around and looking at things on social media, no, go outside. You know, go outside, testify to somebody. You know, go to church, meet people who you can worship with. You know, use your body to give God praise, sing, shout, jump, whatever it is. Oh, that's so real. Like, like there's real life outside of social media, right? Yep. And I feel like we've gotten to this bubble of like. Life is just what's what I see on the screen. We're like, nah, there's so much life outside of that. And there was even something you said, like, I don't, again, I feel the same way about this. No shade to like any like whatever pastors or whatever that are big on social media, but like, I, it, it makes me squeamish when I can watch clips from a pastor and I can just tell you're trying to create viral clips. Mm, it legit, yeah. and again, I'm not taking no shots or no one. I'm just saying for me, it generally makes me squeamish when I feel like you're just, um, you're doing stuff to go viral and it backfires on you. Like we've seen that with some pastors. I'm not gonna say their names, but you know, they've they've gone viral for the wrong reasons, right? And I feel like yeah. that happens when you try to do too much to make points instead of just focusing on like the message. You're worried about aesthetics, this is gonna go viral, you're worried about numbers, like no, nah, just stick to what's real, which yeah, is which is preaching and yeah. teaching and connecting with people, right? That's what's real. So yeah, man. Yeah. Now I got a question for you. How do you not let social media affect your emotions because you're seeing so many different things. And I can imagine if I am, if I have a little brother 
And I'm seeing all these younger kids on social media starting, having all these startups and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And he just playing a video. I could imagine myself being like, yo, what are you <laughs> yeah. doing, bro? So yeah. how do you not let social media influence your emotions to the point where it becomes toxic? So for me, it's like a life principle. Whether it's in social media or real life, I um it took but it took a while for me to get here where I was like, you know what, like whatever other people are doing, good for them. Right? But when it's my time, it's gonna be my time and I'm gonna shine. But I'm not going to take nothing away from them. Whether they buy a crib before me, they get married, they get the better job before me. Like, yo, kudos to you. Congrats to you. I'm happy for you. But like, when it's my time, it's going to be my time, right? So, but again, it took me time to get to that point where that became a principle for me, right? But that's one thing I try to do is that I just realized, like, you know what? It's going to be my time when it's my time. And I can't really like, not like take away from other people's like shine, but like, I can't let their shine affect. Me, you get what I'm saying, yeah. but not everybody has that um way of thinking or that resolve. Like kind of like you alluded to, is that some people get affected by what they see so easily. You know what I'm saying? Because it's very easy. We're human. I got a follow up question of to course. you, right? So my thing was, I I would always say, whatever's on social media, if I don't verify, it's not real. I would always say that, <laughs> but then yeah. it became an issue because I used to struggle with. If I see something nice, if I see something good on social media, just, you know, saying, hey, congrats, you know, being happy for others. So my question to you is, how do you cope with other people sharing their successes? And and a lot of times <laughs> yeah. people will share the greatest things um, and they leave out the lowest things. So like for me, I try to genuinely be happy for people. I like this is I really feel like there's nothing good that comes out of hating on people being happy. Whether 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 they're not happy or they're trying to project happy, whatever they're sharing, I gain nothing in like being hateful towards that person. Because one, they don't know. Like they're behind whether I don't say congratulations or whatever, they don't know how I feel. Yeah. yeah. Right. So the way I feel doesn't matter. Yeah. So then that's me, right? But like I try not to like I just try not to harbor it. But it's not easy though. I can't even lie. It's not always easy, especially when you're when you're in a season of life. Um, and you're seeing people do the things you want to do. Yeah. Whether that's you want to get the big job or you want to get married or like you want to buy the home and people are doing that. But but it's again, like and this and this is something we all we got we can talk about this another time, but social media creates a race that doesn't exist. Mm. Who are we competing against? We're not yeah. competing against each other, especially us as black men. Like we're not competing against each other. Even as friends, like I'm gonna keep it hunting with y'all. This man motivates me like hell. Like a lot of stuff he does. It motivates me. And it doesn't matter if he did it first before me. Like, we talked about this. I said, when you do something, it makes me feel like it's possible. Right? So I'm not looking at it as like I'm competing with you. I'm like, you know what? Someone in my immediate sphere is doing this. That means I can do it. And I feel like we should take that approach to social media. When you see somebody and they're doing something you are um, that you want or some, or so, you see them somewhere that you want to be, think of it as like, you know what? I'm connected to someone that's doing this, so it's possible. So don't hate yeah. on them. You know what I'm saying? No, I love that. I love that. And for me, I, I had to start going out of my way because I, I I had to tell myself, take any negative thoughts out of social media, right? So it would be people, I, I would see people on social media and let's say I had a friend and they'd be like, you know, that's not real, right? And I'd be like, look, I don't care. I don't care. Like, he's not hurting me. So when I see some, so I said, if it's a birthday, if it's a graduation, if it's any, if it's anything that you're happy about, I'm gonna just say, hey, congratulations. 
Oh, I'm gonna put the little fire emoji. Yeah. And bro, the fire emoji has got me in trouble a little few times. Oh man! Oh, look, if I put the fire emoji, that's just saying like, yo, this is. I'm not trying to flirt with you. Yeah. Like, I don't put yeah. the fire emoji, and I got some DMs, and I'm like, bro, I says I just put the fire emoji. Like, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, just keep it at the fire emoji. But yeah, I, I told myself birthdays. I I don't care who it is. If I'm following you, I'm gonna tell you happy birthday. And I know how it makes me feel. I feel good when I post a nice picture and somebody put the fire emojis up. You know, I feel like I'm heating up out here. So for <laughs> me, it's like just knowing how I feel, why would I want to hold back some so, something good, like a good feeling when I don't know what that person's going through? You could be going through a lot and me just saying, happy birthday. So I have a question for you. Um, how do you stay humble with social media? Or is it possible for you to be humble with it? Bro, it is possible. It can be difficult. It can be difficult because things go to your head. Comments go to your head. And people prop you up so much. Ah, by this guy. Ah, guy. You're killing everything. Oh, this and that. Oh, and you're looking at this. And you're like, he talking about me? Yeah. Like, she talking about me? Yo, I, I'm that guy. You know, and then... You like okay? What am I gonna hit him with next? You know that, that's what comes to my brain sometimes, right? I'm like, yo, what I'm gonna hit him with next? But the thing that humbles me the most is just understanding that this social media bubble, it's 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 separate from my real life, right? Like if I get too big on social media, I still have to get out of that bubble, walk in my real life, and if I'm if, if my head is too big in social media and in real life, I take that same approach, I, life's going to humble me. God is going to, bro, yep. life is going to yep. humble me, right? Yep. So whether it's, you know, me trying to take advantage of people just because I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm bigger than you, right? Like there's so many opportunities in life where life is going to, and life has humbled me, bro. Yeah. Like when I went to Nigeria, just... Understanding that, you know, although, you know, I have dollars and I'm this and I'm that, I don't have the influence over there, right? So there were some things where I'm just like, I just got to be quiet and just live. It's actually funny you said it because like, even as like a Christian, I always think about that too. Like, man, like what, like what is this doing for my soul? Like where, like what am I looking, like where am I looking for validation? And it's like, okay, it feels good. But it's not real, right? Mm, yeah. Because again, not all of these people like, of course they like follow you. Like it feels good, but then, but it's different when my actual friends and my family, like not just like and comment, but like in real life validate you. Like man, I'm proud of you, right? That means more than a like or like a fire emoji. Like like even yep. if you say, bro, I'm proud of you. Like that means more, right? So it's like okay, like. What matters more, the validation we get from our loved ones in real life or the validation we get online from strangers, right? And it's a, it's a tight rope that we walk, right? Because it's like, okay, what what is healthy to fill my soul? It's healthier to get it filled by your loved ones validating you in real life versus strangers online, right? Yeah. Bro, can I tell you one of the most humbling things? You could have all these followers. I can, you know, get all the likes, but I've seen... The reactions when I post an urban theology post, right? I don't get that. Man. I'm like, yo, where's the love at? Right? <laughs> and this is something that I'm doing that God has put on my heart. 
You feel me? Like this is I'm not doing this because it's paying me. I mean, if you want to, you know, donate, we'll hey. put links up. But I'm not doing this because it's, it's, it's paying me. I'm doing it because I met somebody who I felt we could spread the gospel and we could do it better by doing it together. So we started Urban Theology, and you know, I have so many people comment on like a post, or if if, if I have a different subject matter, people comment and. I'll post like urban theology stuff and it'd be kind of quiet. Yeah. And I'd be like, dang, where everybody at that love me? Yeah. You know, but it's just the subtle reminder that look, people are gonna love you for reasons that are completely outside of your purpose, right? No, it's right. Whether it's people stereotyping me, because I have people stereotyping me on social media, they believe that because I look a certain way, I should be doing a certain thing. Yeah. And I have people that follow me because they believe that, oh, I have money. I don't have money. But they believe I look like... And I'm just sitting here. I'm like, that's did, so outside of my purpose. I deal with the same thing. People think... Like, if you like if you follow me on social media, yes, I like sneakers. I, you know, Oh, you be fresh, bro. You okay. Nice no, but that's because I like those things. But, like, it's very easy for you to assume stuff about me based on what you see versus, like, you know me, right? Yeah, so, you know yeah, the real yeah. me. So, like, there's... Like, but like for me, I'm the same. The same. What you see there is what you see, um, what you see behind the scenes. But like you said, it's very easy for people to assume things about you based on what they see. But like for you, that's far. That's farther from the truth, bro. So far, so far from the truth, man. Man, and I think the the last thing for me with social media that I have to continually work on because it's something I struggle with today. Sometimes I try not to be too preachy, and that takes away an opportunity for me to help one of God's children, right? Um, sometimes I might be like, uh, I don't want to share this verse because people are going to be like, oh, here you go, holier than thou. But I have to stop caring about what the public thinks because I know what God thinks, right? Whenever I am reaching out and I'm you know, come, coming with open arms to somebody and saying, hey, I can help you. I can, I can bring you closer to God. God is happy. It's real, man. You know, and for me, sometimes I try to be too cool, right? It's just like, <laughs> oh, I've seen, I've seen how somebody does it, and it's kind of cringeworthy, so I don't yeah. want to do it. And it's just like, if you're doing something that is going to bring more people into God's flock, who, who, who? How dare I? Yeah. Like, how important <laughs> do I feel I am? How important do I feel my my what seventeen hundred followers is that I can't send a message out that's going to promote God? And that's real because I also feel like there's times where Holy Spirit will be telling you to share stuff yeah. on social media and we kind of we ignore the nudge because like you'd be surprised. You, you don't know what people are going through. And it, it can be like you could post on your story, hey, anybody need prayer? Right? And pe- people legit hit you up like, yo, can you pray about this? Because this, this, this. I, I used to do that in the past where I would just post randomly post like, hey, anybody need prayer? Like, yeah. you know, I'm about to pray. And people will hit you up with like prayer, like earnest prayer requests. But like, but you don't realize like, when you obey him and you use your social media for him, like people's lives can really be touched and changed when you when you obey and you use you know you use one of the tools. It's a tool for better or for for worse. Yeah. It's a tool that we as believers today can use to reach people that we may not even come in contact with. You know. So, but the question is, how do we not be too cool and we we obey when you know when we're nudged to share something? Yeah. No, all good points, man. So I want to jump into our scriptures. Uh, we always share a scripture on each episode of Urban Theology. 
Um, so do you want to jump to yours first? Yeah, I go first. So I have uh, for us today, man, James chapter 3, verse 16, and it says, For where there is envy and selfish ambition, there is disorder and every evil practice. So pretty much it just says like wherever envy and selfish ambition exists, and social media is one of those places, right, where envy, right, and selfish ambition, they coexist, right? And you know, the Bible says that, you know, evil practices can follow out of, out of that, right? So we can have jealousy, we can have hatred, we can have malice, right, because of the things that we see on social media, right? But mm -hmm. the Bible is cautioning us that a place where um, envy and those selfish ambitions exist, right, these evil practices and all these evil things, they can kind of come about. So I want to challenge us to, man, to check our hearts, right? What is being produced from our hearts based on what we see on social media, right? What is the outcome of that? And I just kind of want to challenge you to, you know, check your heart, you know, as, as you hear that. Nice. Nice. So I, at first I was going to go from Judges chapter six, the story of Gideon. Right. And I was reading the story of Gideon and uh, the Lord, the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon and he was like frightened. And God was like, hey, relax. And Gideon created an altar for the Lord right then and there. And God was like, no, nah, I don't need you to do it here. Where your father has all those false gods, go tear that down. And go put the altar there. And I think that Gideon's father's false gods, where those false gods were, I think that's social media. Yep, yep. And God is saying, hey, I know you you, you worship me in, in, in private and off of social media and you want to seem so cool. Nah, take me there. Take me to the front. Take me where everyone can see. Right, so I was gonna I was gonna read from that, but then I decided I changed my mind, and I'm reading from Ephesians chapter five, verses fifteen and sixteen, and it says, "Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil." Um, and I I I picked that because it says the days are evil, make the most of every opportunity. And social media is definitely an opportunity. There's so many different things that you can do on social media, but you have to use your time wisely. And you have to understand that, you know, there's a lot of evil on social media, unfortunately. So make sure you're, um, make sure you're reading your word for one, and then make sure you're doing your due diligence on, on social media, right? There's going to be a lot of things that you believe are great for your soul, but do your due diligence, read your word, pray, ask God for guidance before you take a step into any random thing on social media. That's real, man. That's solid. Yeah. Hey. And honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful to God for putting this uh, topic on our hearts because not only are we talking about things that we feel can help you all, but this is like what we're going through. It's real. Right? Like I'm going through things now where my big issue that I got to work on is I gotta share the word of God. Like it's not a, I, I'm 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 not too cool <laughs> yeah. for that. Yeah, me too, bro. It's, it's it's I used to do it a lot, and then I I fell back from it. So I definitely do. For me, definitely want to start using social media for that more, and maybe even like prayer requests and just actually being intentional about doing the things of God. You know. Yeah, and while we're on the topic of social media, make sure you're following us on social media. If you're not, you're missing out because. We share a lot of great things on our Instagram feed. You can go ahead and follow Urban Theology on Instagram at Urban Theology underscore. Don't forget to underscore. And then I will say, please make sure you're going to check us out on the Apple Podcast platform. You can leave us a rating, 
We only want five star ratings, all right? If you're giving us anything less, <laughs> just send us a send us a DM first, right? Maybe yeah. we can sort some things out. We'll know what we did wrong. But no, all seriousness, we appreciate every rating, all your feedback. We just want to continue to grow and continue to spread the word of God. If you're looking for me, you can find me at Long Live T O B E on Instagram and Twitter. Where can they find you? You can find me at rice underscore and underscore stew on just Instagram. And if you're feeling frisky, you can find me on Facebook, but I'm not gonna put my government name out there. But yeah, that's you're feeling frisky. Yeah, <laughs> okay. That's that's the only place you can find me on social yeah. media. Nice, nice, nice. Well, hey, look, man, it's been a great episode. This is episode five of season four. Thank you all for tuning in. Make sure you share this with a friend. And be back in a couple weeks for our next episode. Shalom. Peace.